What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right, and welcome back to another episode. Uh, let's just dive right in. Uh, I really think this episode is one everybody can relate to because we've all been there, done that when it comes to this topic. And I feel like I'm always repeating myself. On this podcast, I'm always saying stuff like way too often we this or too many times we that we've all been there with this, which I think is a good thing. I'm trying to talk about things everyone can relate to and about things that we all can improve on to better ourselves, to better our mindsets. So we've all experienced those times where we know we should be doing something or when we aren't really doing enough when it comes to things we want to achieve. We know we should be doing something or doing more and yet we just don't do it. And as a result of this, we aren't hitting our goals day in, day after day, week after week, month after month. We let time go by when we really know that deep down we're not doing enough, that we haven't done the things that need to be done to actually make things happen. We're not holding ourselves accountable. So what happens when we do this? When we stop showing up for ourselves, we lose confidence in ourselves. So, for example, if I say I want to start an online business or I want to sell this many number of products online this month. And if you're not giving it 100 percent and you're not making it to work on time, you're not doing the things you know you should be doing in order to achieve that said goal. You're not going to build confidence in yourself that you can actually do it, because what we're doing by doing this, by not holding ourselves accountable, we're setting ourselves up for failure. All over time, all these little failures add up when we should be doing something, working on that side hustle and we don't. And a month goes by and we still haven't started failure. If we have goals at work that we want to hit, but we procrastinate on putting in that extra work. And the next thing we know, that goal has came and went and we didn't achieve it. Failure. Or if we want to be able to lift a certain amount of pounds by the end of the year at the gym, but we didn't really push ourselves in the gym. Well, failure. And over time, all these many failures will add up and it will cause us to lose confidence in ourselves. And we start to think that we're not capable or that we start to doubt ourselves and we lose confidence when, to be honest, the truth is we're just not holding ourselves to the standard that we need to hold ourselves to. So. Let's go ahead and just dive right in five ways to hold yourself accountable. Number one, and it really is a simple concept, but it's act like it's a job. If you act like it's a hobby, it's going to pay off like a hobby. If you're starting a business or working towards growth or working towards getting better at something, whatever that thing is, if you treat it like it's a hobby, you will get hobby rewards from it. So instead, treat it like it's a job. Whenever you leave your house to go work on it or when you set time aside to work on it at home, when you plan a time for it, treat it like it's work. Let that put you into a different mindset. Think about it like this. You have to be at work at eight in the morning. Well, you're going to get up a couple of hours before you have to get to work, which you should be doing if you're not. You're going to shower. You're going to eat or work out or meditate or whatever routine you have in the morning before you actually go to work. And why do we do that? Well, we need to be ready for work, physically and mentally prepared for the workday. So why don't we use this same mindset for the things that we need to do for ourselves? Plan that time accordingly. Set aside that time. 
take away all those opportunities to be distracted. Because if we think about it like a job at work, when you're on the clock, do they want you to be on social media all day? Are they okay with you starting your day 10 to 15 minutes, 30 minutes late every day? Do they let you clock out after 10 minutes? So why not approach those things the same way uh, for yourself, right? You have to take it serious like it's a job, especially if it's a side hustle or a business or something that you want to make you money. If you plan on working on something for five hours, hold yourself accountable like it's work and actually put in all the time you said you would do. Treat it like work. Put in that time, which leads me to my second point, which is number two, protect your time. So this one could be a little tricky. And the reason why I say this is because people in your life might not understand this one at first. So when I say protect your time, what I mean is, for example, if you set time aside for whatever you're working on, especially if it's a business, but this can apply to anything. So after you set that time aside to work on it, let's say you decided to work on something every day from 10 to 2. And at 11, you get a phone call from your mama and she has a question and that question turns into a 45 minute conversation. Or if at noon, your friend walks in and asks you to look at this funny video online. Or if somebody asks you for a favor right in the middle of your work. If you continue to allow these kinds of distractions and breaks in concentration to happen, then you're not holding yourself to the same standard that you need to. Because think about it. If you were at your job, let's say at the hospital, right? Your mama wouldn't call you and ask if Aunt Susan called you about the blanket she made you. Or your friend wouldn't come to your job and ask you for a ride to the store. No, these things wouldn't happen. Why? Because they know while you're at work, that's your priority. Protecting your time is absolutely very important. And the reason it could be tricky is because you might have to turn people down. You might have to say, hey, look, I know what I'm working on is at home or I'm not actually at the job, but I need this time to focus on what I'm focusing on. Because when you're protecting your time, people might not really take it serious at first. And a good personal example I can use is when I first started my journey creating my workout business. I made it a point every morning to get up at 630 in the morning and do my morning routine and work on my business. I would work on it for like four hours straight. Right. And it was a lot of recording, a lot of writing up workouts, a lot of editing. My God, so much editing. And during these times, if I got a call or a text or email, I would have to ignore it. I would have to let it wait until I was done, because if you don't protect that time, it's way too easy to lose it. And that can be from attention span alone. Humans in general, in the past two decades, our attention span has gone way down. And you already may know the answer to this, but how long do you think the average attention span is? If you had to guess, how long do you think it is? And I'll give you a hint, it's less than a minute. Well, like I said, it's gone down in the past, do the past two decades. It used to be only 12 seconds. Now it's down to 8.25 seconds. Less than nine seconds. So how important do you think it is to protect your time? And not just protecting it from the things people need from you or from people in general, but from the fun stuff too. Like right now for me, it's football season. And if you know me, I love to watch football. If you saw my home on Sundays, you would laugh because I got two TVs with football on, my laptop, my cell phone. I'm stupid with it. But that can be a distraction, right? So I make sure that I try and get all my work done before Sunday because I know that distraction is strong. So throughout the week, to be able to relax and just watch football all day after church, I'm protecting my time. So how can you make sure you're holding yourself accountable and protecting that time? That's number two. Number three is use a calendar and schedule yourself. Now, this is another simple concept in theory, but a very useful one. Are you planning your time accordingly? Are you reminding yourself why that's important? 
if this thing that you're working on, this goal, this business, this side hustle, this project, if it's really important, which I know it is, then are you giving yourself those dates and planning your time? Do you have those deadlines in place for yourself? And not only should you be scheduling yourself and putting it in your calendar, and this is kind of like point one, but don't miss or fail to show up for those things in your calendar. If it was an event for work that you had to be at and it's in your calendar, ain't no way you would miss that, right? You will make sure that you were there, that you show up. So make those appointments with yourself, schedule those things, schedule that time in your calendar and stick to it. So that's number three. Number four, and that kind of leads to my next tip, which is don't be busy, be productive. I'm going to say that one again. Don't be busy, be productive. So as you put these things in your calendar and as you're protecting your time and treating it like it's a job, you have to really understand the difference between being busy and being productive. And I talk about this a lot on here, so I won't go too far about it, too far in about it. But are you taking actions that's going to move the needle forward? Researching is not productive. Yes, it can be necessary, but you can research for a whole month and not take a single action. Right. Being prepared. Nope. Still not productive. You can be prepared and buy all the things, set the room up, get the lighting right, buy the outfit, buy the equipment. But are you any closer? Yes, you're more prepared to start, but you're still at step one. What actions can you take to be productive to get you closer? What other things you can check off that list? That's number four. Number five is to be surrounded by the right people. You want to surround yourself with those people who are going to hold you to a higher standard that you hold yourself to. And I think this one might be the hardest, which is why I put it last. But find those people who have similar goals or a similar mindset as you. Those folks who you know, who know your mission and who will expect you to show up no matter what. For example, um, I have a friend that I met online on Instagram and she does fitness as well. And we kind of have this unspoken competition with each other. Whenever she sees me post something clever or if I announce something new going on that I'm doing, she'll message me and congratulate me. And then the next day or two or a week, she'll post something super clever or unique. And we kind of let each other motivate ourselves, right? In a sense, we're holding ourselves accountable. But find those people, finding those people can be tricky because as much as we love our family and our friends, we know that they won't always be aligned with our mindset, right? I can't tell you how many people I know say they want to start working out. They know I'm doing my workout program and they want to potentially sign up. And a lot of times it never happens. And that's not saying anything bad about them because I know what it takes to really get in shape. All the time it takes, the dedication, the effort, all the hard work. And for a lot of people, that fitness lifestyle is just not for them. And that's okay. It could be potentially. Over time, you can work on your mindset, of course, and change it. But right now, in this moment, a lot of folks just aren't in, the, aren't in the same or aren't aligned in the same mindset as somebody who works out, somebody who goes to the gym, right? Because it can be super easy to not be motivated to go to the gym if nobody around you is, right? But that's just one example. Another example is, are you following the Instagram accounts of other folks who are doing similar things that you want to do. And if any of y'all follow me on social media, then you know that I'm getting really good at editing. Well, a big reason is a lot of the accounts I follow, their content is editing tips and editing tricks. Again, things that are in line with what I'm doing, with what I'm trying to achieve, right? I follow other podcast pages. I follow other motivational pages, right? My timeline has so many of the same things that I'm doing that I'm striving to do. So I see it all the time on my timeline and it motivates me. It sparks creativity. My point is, there is more than one way to surround yourself with 
the right people, with the people who are in alignment with your mindset. Sometimes it has to be online. So let's do a quick recap. Five steps on how to hold yourself more accountable. One, act like it's your job. Take it just as serious. Two, protect your time. Hold yourself accountable to that. Three, use a calendar and schedule yourself. Four, be productive versus being busy and really understand the difference. And five, be surrounded by the right people. So that's what I got for you today, man. Thank y'all for being here. Um, like I always say, please share, share, share this. Tag me in the post when you do. I'm trying to grow this thing and I need your help to do that. Uh, this is a donation driven podcast and I would love it if you can make a donation. Thank you so much and let's ride out. Kendrick Lamar, you gotta take a chance, do that for your future, I'm about to wake a few up, I feel like a rooster, not thinking about karma, I was screaming fuck the world, until the world fucked me back, I call that karma sutra, trying to brand myself and you wanna start a rumor, I won't even say your name bitch, nothing but a loser, my niggas going beast mode, doper than the kilo, we some fly negroes, black superheroes, play some trap music and you see my alter ego, been getting ratchet ever since I was a nino. Take three, be the lingo. I don't trust too many people. You never see the real me. That's only if we close. I know you want me to open up and let you in, but I've been looking through this peephole. Thank God for peepholes. It's a rainy day. I'm stacking up like saving for a rainy day. I eat the cake like anime. Watch for the fake like anime. I never fabricate nothing. I put my life in the music. So if I pass away, play my album at the wake. And I knew one day that I have to rain. With my back against the ropes, I turn into Cassius Clay. Don't like what I have to say? You can't go masturbate. You better acclimate to rain. I can validate your pain. I says I can hear the rain. Shaking demons off me. Get off me. Uh, get off Come on. me. Yeah, yeah. Let's get it. Rainfall. 
rainfall. It's days like this, I just wanna thank God that I ain't y'all. Cause y'all don't know how to deal with no rainfall. With no rainfall, cause I hear the rain.